How's it going everyone? On the dot tonight, on the dot. Bang on the dot. Normally I'm a bit late when I do these lives, but I haven't done one of these for a while, so I've been really looking forward to to jumping in and doing one of these things. Um, it's been quite a while since I, I jumped on one of these things and kind of like sort of had a had a bit of a rant and sort of at the same time allowed your kind of feedback and your energy at the same time because I really like to open up like these podcasts and these lives to you as well so I can see what yous also think about some of the th- concepts and things that I want to speak about. You know, it's been a while since I recorded one and the reason why that was is because, you know, after the after the spiritual attack, attack that went down, um, you know, I wanted to kind of honour my own energy and, um, you know, when I was recording podcasts and stuff, I didn't want to kind of just put it all out there. Um, you know, I needed to be in my own energy. But now I'm at a point now where I kind of think it's uh, the right time to kind of open up the space and the energy uh, to other people to to add their opinion and they obviously also take that in to some degree. You know, there's times in our lives where we have to kind of step away from things uh, and be in our own energy and listen to our own thoughts and then we can kind of come back full circle and open up that space again. And that's one thing I've certainly uh, certainly learned. So that's why I, I want to do a live today. I've got a few few observing my thoughts that I want to speak about and then I just want to jump in and see what you think of what I've said and then also... Uh, we'll open it up and see what we can we can get into. You know, as always, you don't know where these conversations are going to go. I'm an open book as always. I like to just see where these, you know, see what comes up and what comes through, if that makes sense. Sense, but um, and it also as well, just wanted to mention as well that I'm now opening up my coaching as well. The, uh, the coach, my coaching program is going to be back open as well for anyone who needs some um uh, advice or help on their journey. So anyway, one of the observed my thoughts I've had um, before I start uh, opening up to, to to discussion in the comments, um, but I've been kind of like um, thinking about a lot lately, but I've definitely been thinking about um, sort of the concept of reclaiming our freedom. And, and obviously this is kind of like really, this observed my thoughts kind of really come to the, come to the, come to the forte due to me kind of being in, currently in Portugal right now and kind of, you know, um, weighing up a lot of different options you know I've been visiting self-sustainable communities I've also been um, you know viewing viewing land myself as well and I've been kind of weighing up a lot of different options because I really want to kind of we're living in a, in a time period right now where everyone's kind of you know begging for their freedom back but kind of not not a lot of people are kind of like taking that freedom back themselves so you know I've been thinking about the concept of like reclaiming our freedom and you know what does that truly mean you know, and there's no doubt to me that, you know, governments for such a long time have been kind of toying with this idea of freedom and kind of using it against us to, to some degree for such a long time. And there has been this kind of a, a collective hijacking, if you want to use that, of our understanding around the word freedom and the embodiment that we hold of freedom. And I think this has started to, this has definitely played out over the last few years for sure. You know, for example, we see a lot of like uh, governments around the world talking about how you know if you do th- if you do this, for example, you can have your freedom back, or if you take this, you can do this. But I really feel like no matter what happens over the next few weeks, months, and years, because there is obviously a lot of stuff that is manifesting and things are changing very fast. I think the last two years we've all noticed how things have changed so quick, and um, but I think our understanding of in this embodiment of freedom has to remain the same, you know, that we've always been free, you know, like freedom is our 
is our birth given right you know no one else can dictate the the rhythms of 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 our own freedom which is ours in the first place but however when um which this is one big thing that we've all learned over the last couple of years is that when you know psychologically and physically you know you give that freedom away to outside forces you know from that position you then then can be manipulated and i think that's why a lot of us have kind of like one of the things that we have been faced is this deeper truth that when these forces are um that we don't have sovereignty over these forces you know we're not easy to serve and to that degree then outside force can kind of come in and manipulate you through them through them uh, them ways of being like you know if you don't grow your own foods for example um you know, you can't go to the supermarket, for example. Uh, you get the point. You know what I mean. But we're living, basically, you know, we're living in a very interesting time. You know, from a, a a physical and a spiritual level, where we're getting to see, you know, all that was kind of previously hidden, is basically right to the surface. You know, we get to see how how we have been and we are getting controlled through all these different level uh, lenses, if you want to use that word. And collectively, you know, there's no greater time than right now to view our own collective shadow and use this time in history to shape you know what the world looks like in basically 10 years you know and how our lives are going to shape up and it's basically like a kind of like a call or inquiry you know and a call or inquiries are really important because one of the biggest things that has kind of been shown is that you know we need to make steps in our own lives to kind of unshackle ourselves from the current direction of the that the world in society has kind of been moving towards you know and i think right now you know for example on you know for example on paper you know we've got like a kind of a lot of um like for example right now with the world if you look at the world on paper you know we have kind of like opposing um scientific views that's going on on right now but truly what is really going on and this is how one of the anal- analyzations that i've made is that we have kind of powerful psycho um, social forces that are, are are truly playing out and they're basically being used to manipulate the masses into a way of being that suits outside forces and one big thing that has emerged is that you know that we can and what we can see playing out is you know that we can debate all the science in the world that's going on right now you know and we can show counter arguments and sometimes the counter arguments can even be held up even more higher when truly analysed, than some of the mainstream arguments, but we've all finding out that we're up against something much bigger than just that, you know. And and I think it's very similar to like kind of, um, you know, the Nazi uh, German Nazi Germany time, where basically, um, you know, we all know went down in them time periods, you know, where basically, you know, science was you know cloaked by something more primal you know like um for example at the time of i'm sure you all you out there have heard of edward bernays but edward bernays was like a, a a leading psychologist at the time and he was doing a lot of work on on the human on the human on the human being and trying to understand the different forces that make us um of who we are as people and at the time period edward bernays understood that um how the true driving force of human beings you know it wasn't to do with science it wasn't to do with rationality but he talked about how there was deep primitive forces that was residing within us all and how if they could be manipulated you could control the human being and make them do whatever they want you know and i think what we're getting to see right now is right now the information 
um, in the science that we're being presented with is cloaked with something far more primal. And I think we face that very similar situation right now. Um, you know, for example, if the, the mainstream's view on, 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 I'm going to use the word, I don't even know what word to use because you'll get censored, you know, but the word I'm going to use is I'm going to use the... I'm going to use the word jabs, but if the view on jabs is wrong, you know, uh, it's not going to be, it's not going to be enough to over to overthrow the science alone. You know, it's going to take something else, and we all know that. You know, we can have all the science, but it's not going to be enough. We, you know, the science alone is not going to be enough to overthrow basically the current world situation, and and I think we're really starting to to get to see that. You know, that there is deeper, you know, there's basically deeper primitive forces. That are um, that are playing out, that are being, you know, implanted through the collective identity, you know, and expressed through different mechanisms, you know, like uh, what we're seeing playing out in the terms of, you know, occultism, um, how like this occult-like nature is playing out around the world, you know, um, social social shaming, um, and other social and economic pressures, you know, like you're going to lose your job if you say this or something, you know, and it takes complete courage, you know, to to def defy that kind of that mob-like consciousness. Um, if you want to use that word, that's kind of driven by um, fear and not love. You know, it's kind of really hard to kind of overcome when um, when there is a kind of like a, a collective consciousness that's completely driven by these social impulses and not really kind of feeling their way through the world. You know, and we can see, for example, you know, a lot of doctors and scientists around the world who are basically expressing other views, you know, are basically risking their loss of funding, you know. Um, and not only just that, we've seen kind of like you know the social implications of that where basically normal people are also facing that same kind of uh, censorship in terms of their media and and um, their workplace and everything else in between you know but there's basically been like a, a hijacking of morality you know and um yeah i think we basically need to understand that you know when when like kind of corrupt forces you know hijack the norms like through um through propaganda and through the control of information you know good people can basically become instruments um for that kind of totalitarian control you know and even george orwell and george in orwell 1984 the book you know he's talked about how at that time period he predicted that in the future citizens um um who are kind of or who are who are being manipulated into being in in the fear in the fear frequency and who are being frightened will be basically um will be kind of like policing over the thoughts and in policing over the, the the physical implications of other people, and given you know, and given the demands for operating from their own level of fear, because we all know that fear is a frequency, you know, and like once you're in the fear frequency, you can kind of start kind of projecting that on other people, and we've obviously seen that kind of play out on a mass level right now, you know, but I feel like a lot of that kind of that you know the unreliability of a lot of the kind of the things that are starting to come to the surface that we're starting to see, like the when it comes to the flow of information, when we know the flow of information isn't clean anymore, the science isn't even clean anymore. You know, it suggests to me that we need to start having a harder look at kind of the, you know, the, the, the deadlier social impulses um, that basically science overcloaks. Like I said before about how Edward Bernays said, you know, how there is deep primitive forces that are driving us you know a lot of the time it's not the science that's driving us it's them deep primitive forces a lot of people are, are based in them deep root fears you know and also kind of the social impulses of greed as well um, and people trying to profit over 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 health and profit over people and um, but you know all these different elements right now are starting to 
to play out and starting to come more to the surface and it's getting more and more impossible for us to bypass them um is a civilization you know and and i don't want to say any more on that but what i want to just speak about is that you know this is why you know i'm gonna take a quick drink but this is why um when i do do this podcast i try and drive home and highlight uh, the importance of the um of this physical um of the physical and the spiritual and how these two things aren't separate from one another you know because many people when it comes to the conversation of spirituality like to like to try and kind of think that spirituality is separate from the physical you know but right now we need to kind of put the blend the two together and put them in interaction you know like we need to use our spiritual understanding that we've all been developing and we need to create create physical mechanisms uh, of real change you know like it's it's basically it's it's no longer good enough to just just to have this kind of this basis of spirituality we need to kind of you know bring the bring the kind of the 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 non-material into the material if that makes sense you know and we know that for example like spirituality isn't just about you know the isn't it isn't you know we know spirituality isn't just beyond the material you know it's like it's not just like kind of like it's not secular you know if that makes sense you know the, basically the, the modern way of view of spirituality you know doesn't recognize that it has anything to do with economics it doesn't have anything to do with money but basically the true form of spirituality is about bringing that into the material realm you know it's bringing the blending them all together you know it's about reclaiming that sacred dimension of like bringing them both together that we need to do and i think that's what the true great reset is that's going on right now you know um the true great reset that 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 is truly unfolding is kind of you know it's the blending it's the blending of them two things together and and i think you know it's the utilizing and utilizing you know of the knowledge that we've held for so long that we can recognize you know like in these old kind of world spiritual lineages all these different old countercultures and in indigenous societies of the past you know where they understood like how they had this um this world that was that wasn't kind of that was kind of counterintuitive with the with the spiritual dimension you know it wasn't separate so i think that's kind of like the collective collective like um collective reset that's going on where we're kind of trying to bring the non-material into the material right now and we're starting to see how how that is slowly um kind of like trying to trying to be stopped to some degree but it it kind of has its own kind of energy of its any of energy of its own to some degree and 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 more so in the future that needs to kind of be be brought to the surface you know and at the same time like i think what's linked to this is um yeah, the, the the word abundance because there's been kind of like a, a hijacking of our understanding of the word abundance you know like this kind of understanding that you know like abundance in the world is it's it's like a function of privilege you know like how it's you know the people who kind of have all the money the people who have all the uh, economic hierarchy you know they can afford they can afford to basically you know live their lives intentionally and this is kind of the biggest point that i wanted to make and this is kind of the biggest po- point of the true reset because the true the true reset is basically people you know finding a way to live more intentionally right now you know um you know we can see in, in the past how like how um how we've been kind of sold this idea of what 
kind of like of what life should look like um, in terms of the matrix you know but more people now are kind of like are realizing that's not for them and we're kind of being able to 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 look back at the whole kind of the all the tentacles that have been pushed to the surface with what's going on in the world now and seeing how we're so out of balance we can look back and see the you know the the universal principles of the hunter gatherers and all these traditional cultures of the past you know how they were still finding a way to live intentionally and still be abundant at the same time and all these things now are starting to become more and more visible now more visible to the surface and more people are trying to operate through that lens of living more intentionally and i think when you start like building something different like that and you start living more intentionally first and foremost it bypasses you know all the all the bullshit that's going on right now you know completely bypasses it all you know you can't be controlled you can't be told what to do because if you are living intentionally through your own for your own reality um reality um tunnel if you want to make, make it that you know you've got your physical things in place you're growing your own foods you've got your you've got your friends who you can trade with you know you know basically big corporations and central governments they can't dictate the rhythms of your life through that you know and a lot of people aren't really kind of highlighting that right now in the world people aren't really telling you like the facts of that like if you take your power back from them them perspectives you know you can't be dictated to you know the rhythms of your life can't be dictated to but on the reverse side of that you know we have if we don't do that you know we basically lock into what's trying to come come now where it's basically the gains of big corporations central governments and the super wealthy um or basically like i said before you know we move into more intentional communities grow our own f- food create trade lines um and and value in the real things and many other things as well but that's just a that's just a few anyway so i wanted to speak around that because i feel like um you know right now in the world and i've said this many times we we're seeing so many people um you know, we're seeing so many people highlight the problems, but so many people aren't highlighting the solutions. And I think the solutions are all in front of our, are right in front of our face, you know. And um, we just need to kind of tap into that and, um, and you know, and start living more intentionally through that through that lens. But anyway, I'm going to start diving in and seeing what, what, um, what you guys have all been up to. Uh, Dean said, the world is always trying to tell us who we are and inside we are trying to tell ourselves who we are. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the thing like, you know, the, 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 you know, when we're first born in this world, you know, like we're born into the matrix as Neo in the matrix says. And, you know, our rhythms are already being dictated to us. You know, like there's a famous quote. I said, it, I think it says, if you give give me a child at the age of seven, you'll be able to mold its consciousness. And I think it's up to the age of seven where a child's consciousness can be molded and manipulated to. And that's why, like, the whole schooling system is designed in a way where it's kind of molding your mind to, to be a certain, to look a certain way, you know. Um, someone said in the comments, hello from Spain, that's cool cool not far from you in portugal at the minute yes uh limon said are you at martin kenny's community no i'm not where me and laura went there um we went to check them out for a, for a few days went there for three days um and we we sort of like really sort of got to feel them out from a, on a on the ground and, and stuff we had a really um really a lot of interest we learned a lot of stuff and we had a lot of interest and introspection um, I mean, Laura's going to, um, what we're going to do is we're going to address all that um, in the next couple of weeks. Um, at the minute, we're kind of feeling a lot of stuff out and we're, um, we're like weighing up many different options and we're trying to like see what the universe is kind of 
providing and what the universe is kind of manifesting and turning up for us um, but currently right now we're going to kind of hold that back because we want to kind of like um we want to um honor what's in front of us right now and then we'll kind of come back to that and we'll we'll speak about everything that we've been up to over the last couple of months because over the last few months we've been really feeling a lot of stuff out and kind of what i spoke about earlier on this podcast we've kind of been intentionally you know we've intentionally been moving our life in a certain direction because we know we want to do you know we want to basically be self-sustainable you know we want to go off grid so we've been kind of like chasing that you know to some degree over the last few months and, and trying to feel out how do we position ourselves what is currently going on right now you know um, and there's a lot that comes with that you know because um you know is that going off grid is that starting your own community is that joining someone else is that getting land by yourself so there's many different things that we're feeling out right now and we're just trying to honor everything in that space that comes up in in front of us um mug said the world changes forever every second of the day do not go gentle into the good night rage 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 against the dying light dylan thomas that's cool i like that i've heard that quote a few times it sounds quite similar to, to like a george orwell quote that you know like rage i think is it george orwell right rage in the machines i'm sure that's called um how's it going kerry um kerry said there's a um there is a really uh, cool intentional community in the north called Macabre. Might be worth a visit. That's cool. I would love to know where that where that is. That's an interesting name, Macabre. And obviously the Macabre is interesting an interesting name. You know, obviously the Macabre is supposedly the spiritual device that kind of um that that can transport the soul. You know, um I don't know if anyone's kind of had a spiritual experience where you've seen the Macabre spinning, but um I've had a few spiritual experiences where I've seen basically the macabre that spins all around us, and supposedly uh, the macabre kind of macabre that's within us all kind of spins uh, faster and faster, and um, you know it, it creates like a um, it basically creates your spiritual body if you want to use that word. Um, Gary said, "What do you think about the programming we receive?" around off-grid communities well yeah definitely that's a good question because you know um obviously when we kind of went you know we've kind of been visiting and when me and laura and myself as well and i've been visiting a lot of off-grid communities you know we've been kind of like programmed for such a long time to believe that every single off-grid community is a cult you know and i'm not saying that all off-grid communities aren't cults <laughs> but um what i'm seeing is that we have kind of been highly programmed to believe that you know the word cult um and what is the word cult anyway you know it just means culture it means to culture something um so basically when you have an off-grid community obviously as a collective you are culturing something but that word magic and the word spells are being used again to kind of you know to play on the, the strings of your consciousness so that you don't move from the biggest cult which is culture into something else um so there's a lot of like word magic that's con continuously played out all all the time to kind of like play into that ethos and you know like it's interesting because i've said this before but you always hear about you know the the off-grid communities who like who like one guy sleeps with everyone you know like he, he sleeps with all the women you know and he has 20 children um to the same to, to the one one guy ha has 20 wives you know or 30 wives 
Um, but some people in, in Western civilization have 20 wives now and some people have got 20 kids running around anyway. And it's not like the on-grid communities are, are working, you know. So, um, But uh, it's hilarious. But I do feel like there's going to be... Um, now, I said this in another podcast, but um, and I always speak about this because I really try to like highlight again and again that that you know these kind of like these subcultures that are going to emerge in the future where people are going to be you know looking at alternative ways of living uh, and i think that this is kind of the this is what ha- this is what has to happen you know like i think this is what the whole situation that's played out on the planet now has kind of shown us you know that that the you know the on-grid communities they know they're not working you know and if they are working and if you want to be a part of that you've got to adopt to certain things you've got to be a certain person you've got to do certain things if you don't if you don't do this you can't have that and um and it's because fundamentally we give our powers away from all them different lenses and i think over time we're going to start to see and i think this is what this split is is that we're going to be kind of pressed in to some degree um where you're forced to make a decision you know you're forced to 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 be in the matrix or you're forced to be out of the matrix that's what that's what i feel you know there might be kind of this in-between limbo for quite a while you know i'm still in that in-between at the moment you know i'm still i've still got my feet in the two worlds and it's not easy to to all sort of cross over because when you when i have went to an off-grid community and i've been in that energy because your your energy's been so much and is still in the matrix it's very challenging to certain parts of you that you haven't kind of worked on or you haven't moved out of the way um because you know that the kind of the idealistic understanding that you have in your mind of an off-grid community is like you know it's all all kind of um it's all kind of unicorns and rainbows but there's a lot of kind of uh, challenges that comes with off-grid communities too you know there's a lot a lot that comes with it it's not just kind of a smooth transition there needs to be this kind of bridge in my opinion to to move over to that but um, i me, me and laura are going to do a podcast where we dive even deeper into that eventually and give all our thoughts on that um Neil Starseed said, we can all make steps to go off-grid, even little things like sh- shopping in big supermarkets, supply, demand. Yeah, for sure. And um, that's a really good point. Like, um, you know, I have this idea that, um, and I'm just going to sp- speak it out there, and it's this idea, you know, if anyone wants to go out there and they want to create this idea, like, go ahead and do it. Because, and if, if someone wants to, if someone also wants to kind of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If someone wants to, has the skills or the knowledge or the know-how how to do this and they want to come they want to they want to like work with us on this or if you just want to steal the idea and do it yourself i don't i don't mind i really don't care it's just an idea that uh, a couple of months ago that come through to us and it's not about making money this idea this is just a an idea that came to me and i'm putting it out there so maybe there's one of you out there who has the skills to do it or someone you know or you run with the idea and it and it implants into the consciousness and changes stuff but i had an idea to create an app a trading app which basically um, allows people to trade resources and it's a free app so anyone can access it it's no money involved there's no um you know the only the only money that would be needed would be the money that would be for the upkeep of it which could be through donations or something you know donations to keep the upkeep of a positive app there'll be no profits made from it but it's solely an app that an idea that i had that would basically disrupt the current agenda in the world right now you know to some degree you know if it got to a position where basically you know people could trade things you know so be so for example see i'm living i'm in portugal right now and i have um some olives you know but you live close by and you have something that you want to trade with me we can trade things in that app and then we can meet up and trade you know so it becomes a an online thing then it becomes a 
uh, in-person thing and it dis- dis- it's a disruptor so that's definitely an idea that i have so if anyone i've got loads of ideas around that so if anyone out there's got idea got any um ideas of app creation or how to create an app you know reach out to us i've got millions of ideas how to 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 put that into place and disrupt stuff and it's not it's not going to be about making it's not going to be about making money it's nothing to do with that um it's just an idea that i see that that i can see that if it got to a certain position with enough people used it and it was functional within certain communities um, it could definitely be a huge disruptor um, so if anyone out there has, has got any ideas on how to create apps um, if you want to run with that idea yourself and do it yourself that's fine by me but if you want to if you want if you you have the skills to do it and you want to i've got many other ideas around that as well i can i can input and help you how to do it but it needs to be a free app you know it's not about money it's not about making money it needs to be basically a free app um Kerry said, I think it's up past Porto, can't remember, but their videos on YouTube set up by a guy in the UK. That's really cool. Yeah, there seems to be like in, in Portugal right now, because we're obviously, me and Laura's in Portugal right now, and there seems to be so many off-grid communities out here, for sure. Like I say, we've already visited one, but we have seen a, um, the remnants as we've been moving around and, and a lot of kind of, a lot of people, you know, we've seen a lot of them are flo- floating around a lot of people are saying that app's a good idea yeah i thought it was a good idea too you know it's definitely like we need a lot of kind of like like that's that's the thing you know it's not just going to be these ideas that are going to disrupt things are not just always going to be like it doesn't always have to be like a physical off-grid community you know there's going to be apps there's going to be communities there's going to be like uh different different things that kind of like you know that emerge through the collective consciousness and it doesn't have to be just one one way of being there's going to be many different th- uh, things that are going to emerge you know um someone said Port- our portuguese quint alive said culture is not your friend terence mckenna yeah for sure i love that quote culture is not your friend <laughs> i love terence mckenna um yeah someone said cheryl said funny 20 wives I'd be happy if I could just get one. <laughs> That's funny. I love that. There's, there'll be a wife out there for you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> There's always a wife out there for everyone. There's a twin flame out there for everyone. Um, a lot of people are saying that the app's a, a good idea. Uh, Brian says that the spice, the spice passports have gone in Ireland. Yeah, it's interesting because there's been in the in the UK as well. There's been kind of a um, a lot of obviously a lot of the restrictions have been kind of moving moving i've been i've moved you know um to be honest with you in portugal it's still quite babylon right now where we are in portugal um it's a very laid-back country but there's still kind of a lot on the ground there's a lot of people who who are like are in fear to some degree um but like i said in the in, in the intro of this that we can you know regardless of what happens from now going forward you know whatever restrictions are lifted you know we we've all been kind of like you know, I think we've all been kind of presented an opportunity in our lives now to kind of never allow us to be in this position ever again, you know. It's really kind of like made shown us and made us what's the true value, you know. Like, I, I fully believe, like, for, for, so for me in my own life, some of the things that's made me realise is that, first and foremost, it's made us realise that I need to be off-grid, but it's also made us realise that that strength is in is in true community, you know, not not community in the sense of like your friends at work, you know, like who you just speak to for a couple of hours. But I mean community in the sense of people who you can rely upon when you're like um, when you've got your backs against the wall, you know, or you have a friend who, you know, for example, you have a friend who has a tractor or a friend who has a certain tool. 
and and also one of the things that it's made me realize is that you know a tr- uh, true kind of um so what i'm looking for like kind of tr- true skill tr- like true skills are very valuable you know like being able to to know how to grow foods being able to know how to, to use a certain mechanical equipment being able to know how to make a certain item make a certain thing um you know whatever it may be but things that are very things that are very practical are the things that are important you know and the kind of the things that we've kind of the things that we've kind of all been doing a lot of the things we've been doing you know the the, the useless you know like the worshiping of celebrities celebrity culture um, all these different bullshit things, you know, are all, are all crap, you know. And we all get to face and see what things are truly valuable and the things that keep true value, you know. Like, you know, money doesn't keep true value, but what does is, like, is a is, is land, you know, is community. Um, these are the real things. Um, yeah, Neil Starr said, to know each other's skill sets, too, would be a massive help, like builders, etc. Yeah, for sure. Well, that, that was one of the ideas in the app that I wanted to do. Is I would love to in that app to put in that type of similar thing as well. You know, I've got many different ideas to put in it, but one of the ideas would be to basically have in that app uh, a system where you can offer your services too. You know, for, but it has to be for free. You know, you can offer basically. So if you, for example, say, uh, I know how to like I know how to fit a boiler now because I did it in the van. So like. Do you need a boiler fit? And no, I can help you fit your boiler. <laughs> it might not be perfect. You might die of carbon monoxide, but I haven't died yet. <laughs> that would be my bio. And hopefully someone would be like, yeah, like that's, he sounds like a cool guy. He hasn't died of carbon monoxide yet. I maybe might want to give that a go. <laughs> um, something like that, you know. Or it might be, you know, I, I built a compost toilet. I can build you a compost toilet if you give us a cow. <laughs> But there's loads of different ways anyway. Um, Phil said, how's it going, Dan and Laura? And uh, what's your thoughts on on movies? Don't look up in Matrix 4. Um, I haven't even seen them films yet. Um, I definitely probably would like to watch The Matrix. Um, but it's something at the minute I'm just really struggling to kind of... Um, to, like... Like, you know, I've watched so many films in the past and I'm just really, at the moment, really struggling to kind of, to watch any films or any movies. Uh, I think it's because, at the minute, like, the position that I'm in, I'm really just, like, I haven't really got a lot of time on my hands to do that, you know? Like, it's kind of, my mind's always focusing on, like, like, at the minute, it's always, like, for example, at the moment, I'm really focusing on kind of developing a plan and a structure around going off-grid and and how that looks for me and how it looks for Laura and at the minute we're using a lot of most of our time to kind of like plan on on things that we need on scenes we need we're planning on um like uh researching um we're also kind of researching like um how to speak Portuguese like we're learning how to speak Portuguese and um, but there's many different things now like I'm focusing my attention on so at the moment it's not really I haven't really been interested in any films you know I'm kind of like trying to make my own film at the moment and focus on my own film but I bet you Matrix the four Matrix four is is cool though and um, it's probably something I will eventually get around to and watch um someone said our Portuguese Quint alive said so grateful to be part of the community yeah I'm so grateful to be yeah for you to be a part too too uh Brian said, I was thinking about starting a YouTube channel for running and for spiritual talk. Do you have any advice to overcome anxiety for starting it? 
um, yeah, I'd just say start it, you know. Um, that's what I would say is just whatever, and this goes for anyone out there who wants to start something new. Like if you want to start an app and you're worried about what other people think, you want to, you know, even if some people just, whatever whatever, whatever people want to do, you want to start a new job. Because um, anxiety is something that, that we all like kind of we all kind of get to some degree you know some it's one of the biggest emotions that a lot of people are working on you know we we live in a a world that's very kind of our nervous systems are very have been kind of um hyper vigilant for such a long time and we're working on a lot of different elements within our side of ourselves but um what i would say would be so in the past what i would normally say for that would be um i would say start it and just kind of this is what i'd what I did from when I started this channel, I had a lot of anxiety and I kind of just started it and just went for it physically. And then eventually I worked through that, worked through the anxiety and eventually didn't become bad. And I worked through that emotion. But also you, what you can do is, is you can actually work on that emotion before you even do a YouTube video. So you can sit with yourself and ask yourself, you know, why is it, you know, just sit and meditate and ask yourself, why am I, why do I have anxiety around this, this thing? Basically, if I, why 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 have I got anxiety about doing a YouTube channel? Why do I not want other people to see my face on camera? Like, what is the anxiety I have around that? And you know, and see what comes up. You know, you might it might be something that happened in your childhood or something. Um, but also, like like I said, from a physical sense, you can just go out there and do it. You know, and then eventually you'll probably be faced with that reason why the anxiety come up. So there's two methods to it. You know, there's the methods method of just going full face in and just and just whatever happens happens and you don't care about what people think or whatever but you can already sit with that emotion beforehand and eventually clear it out the way and that anxiety won't no longer be there you know but also at the same time you know it never ever becomes natural to to be on youtube or do a podcast it just never does you know it never does um Someone said I can su- supply supply some f- four three two hertz uh, DGN exactly you know that exactly that's the thing you know like there's there's um there's many different tools you know and what great tool in music you know maybe you want to do some DGN four three two hertz style at a wedding or something you know like an off grid wedding <laughs> or um, a village community you know give them some four three two hertz um. Maxine Mullen said, when did you start uh, watching and implementing Divine Truth? Um, so I started watching Divine Truth um, probably about, I think about one year, was it one year ago now? Maybe one Yeah, so about one year ago, and that was Laura I was asking, it wasn't the, the spirit in the corner. <laughs> um, I think I started watching it about one year ago, Divine Truth, uh, on YouTube, and it's probably the best channel I've ever watched on YouTube. Um such so good quality and the guy on it um if any of you haven't checked it out uh the guy who does the channel is basically and i'm not saying this <laughs> I, I know there's a lot of stipulation that's why i'm kind of slowing down before i say it but the guy who does the truth divine uh the channel youtube channel divine truth with his um, partner mary is basically jesus uh, and it really is jesus and um also uh, it's his partner is also mary and she's really mary uh, basically you know the reincarnation of jesus christ and mary and 100 percent is the most advanced guy i've ever seen on the planet by a, f- a long shot um and his teachings have over the last year for me and laura have excelled our learning so much um his understanding on um the spiritual attacks that i went through um 
on our relationship, on so much stuff, and I don't say that lightly, um, has expanded our knowledge so much. Um, but I would recommend checking out um, the video that he did just to sort of to sort of lightly um, move into his content. A good video is the basically the way he describes the life of his previous. He just he describes his previous life as Jesus Christ in the first century. Is that right? The first century. Yeah. Yeah, in the first century. So I'll definitely go and recommend and check that out. And that's a good starting point where he basically talks about his life in the first century. And it's kind of a, a nice way into the conversations. But um, besides that, if you don't believe he's Jesus, you know, listen to the knowledge of what he says um, about um, emotions. Uh, because he's just as he's, he's tapping in, he's truly tapping in. And I've felt him tapping in a lot of times as well. Um, and he's he's definitely he's definitely doing some good work for sure. Um, but it's it's interesting, like how it's it's mad how how it's mad. I was saying this to Laura how how actually Jesus Christ is actually back on the planet right now. And I know that sounds crazy for a lot of people, but um, Jesus Christ is actually on the planet right now, and I've got more subs than him. <laughs> so I've got more subs than Jesus Christ, which is hilarious. Um, it's not about subs, but I just thought that was funny. But anyway, I think that's a big advertisement for his channel. You definitely need to go and check it out. And um, give him some love on his channel because um, definitely a beast for sure. Um, someone said I'm seeking divine truth. Where can I find it? So just type in divine truth, truth on YouTube, and uh, you'll find it. You know, um, he's a beast for sure. And also he's his partner Mary as well. She's a beast too as well. Um, but there's so much interesting information that I've learned about that over the last few weeks and months, especially when it comes to like emotions. And how how our emotions are the key to this whole place, you know, like any physical sickness that we get, um, you know, I was already kind of moving towards a lot of this knowledge because you, we you all do, you know, because divine truth is divine truth, it's truth, you know, and um, we're all kind of subjectively moving towards these bigger divine truths in our own lives, you know. It's just obviously, um, you know, some people are obviously more evolved currently than us right now you know but eventually we will be evolved too and we'll be at that stage of consciousness you know we're all evolving our consciousness and um you know ascending if you want to use that word we're all kind of um working on emotional wounds within us and then we're kind of gaining greater insight into our lives you know we're moving forward you know in ways that kind of expand our consciousness to to to, to become something else and what i've noticed is that in my life is that as i kind of like work on um the more i work on my emotional wounds you know it opens me up to bigger spiritual experiences every single time i have a cry about something manifestations come faster and also the um and also like the my access to to the to the non-material gets even greater you know like i can tap in more i can feel and see spirits you know i can um, have bigger metaphysical experiences. I can operate in ways that I wouldn't normally operate, and it's and it would make sense, you know, like from the the law of the universe or the law of God, whatever you want to call it, that God's law would design a law in this universe, which as you evolve your condition of love, and you evolve like from your place of heart, you know, you your light becomes bigger and bigger, and you work on your emotional wounds, then naturally you are going to be in a position in a state of consciousness where you can. What's the word I'm looking for? Where you can basically have the right, if you want to use that word, it's not the right word, but you can basically earn the privilege to be able to operate at a, at a, at a greater level of mastery. 
because some of the things that you can do when you operate at a greater level of mastery you know are obviously things that you can't take advantage of and obviously god's law in the universe understands that you kind of like basically understands that that you are worthy of that knowledge and you're worthy to do that thing because you know like there's a famous amazing famous quote and i've said this many times but it talks about how there's a famous story and i'll say it again for people who haven't understood but there's a famous story about a guy who's an anthropologist who, who's searching for all the biggest mysteries of the life of life you know and he's, he's searching all the different indigenous cultures he goes to all the greatest yogis around the world he goes to all the different teachers and then he, he visits an ice cream salesman in the uk and uh, this ice cream salesman he decides because he hasn't he's not he hasn't found all the different answers that he that he was seeking so he asks the ice cream salesman like about the finding the deepest secrets of the universe and the ice cream salesman turns around him and says you know you're not going to find the deepest secrets of the universe on the moon because eventually unlawful men are going to get to the moon and find the deepest secrets and then he says what about mars he says no you're not going to find the secrets on mars because eventually unlawful men are going to find them on mars he says what about underneath the ocean he says no you're not going to find them under the ocean because eventually unlawful men are going to find them under the ocean he says the only place where you're going to be able to 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 hide the deepest secrets of the universe is embed them within in the consciousness or the soul of every single human being on this planet and only when they're worthy of them in their through their own condition and their own soul condition they will be able to access them and that's what's basically going on on this planet right now like all of us have access all infinite access to all this knowledge you know like when we see stuff like um you know the chakras um kundalini awakening like all the information that's dotted around the whole the internet you know someone's had or had that experience to find that information you know there's like a universe there's lots of universal truths that's all there and you know one person had to have that experience and it wasn't kind of reading a book it wasn't watching a youtube documentary you know someone going with inside of themselves and unraveling the layers of them of their conditioning of their self and finding that piece of information with inside of themselves and all of us are doing that now you know we're all kind of like unlocking the parts of ourselves that have you know unlocking that that inner light that's been kind of locked in and hid from us and we're kind of reactivating that 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 that, uh, that part of us you know and that's why more of us now are kind of you know removing a lot of these emotional wounds and we're stepping into our true power uh, and that's where i feel like you know this is a big statement but uh you know i've already experienced that kind of that, that level of healing in my, of my own in my own life and i know that more and more people are going to start stepping into this truth within the side of themselves you know i've noticed so many people around me who are starting to step into that truth you know people who are starting to you know like um work on the emotions and then through that working on the emotions they get access to their gifts you know we all have different levels different gifts through that too as well you know of course we have our own individual individuality through that people have different gifts but at the same time we have like um infinite access to all you know and we're all starting to to, to move there and that's the thing uh thanks gary for the donation big up gary <laughs> Gary, your your soul's definitely going to the higher realms. <laughs> Gary, you're deaf for that donation. Gary, you're definitely going to the higher realms. <laughs> Thanks for that, though, money, John. Brian said, "Have you ever been in contact with?" good spirits and what have they told you if it's private don't say 
it's only f felt contact from guardian angels but not actual angels yeah so um so i actually haven't um so i haven't i wouldn't say like i've kind of personally kind of like had a um a, a, like a, a kind of what's the word i'm looking for kind of like a um i kind of think of the right word but i haven't had a kind of like a a face-to-face -face interaction with a spirit for example where like spirits being standing in front of us but i have felt the uh, it's hard really hard to explain this because like a lot of the time like i can sometimes see them but other times it's more like feeling the presence of them and the majority of time when i have felt the presence of them because i'm still starting to work into this i'm starting to learn it a lot more but at the majority of time i felt the presence and i felt the presence of of kind of like i'm not going to use the word negative because it then i wouldn't really say the use the word negative but i've felt the presence of kind of of a lot of spirits who kind of like have a lot of um a lot of emotional wounds you know a lot of earthbound spirits who have emotional wounds who are operating and overcloaking people i felt that a lot a lot of the time um i've kind of felt like um what's the other time i felt it um i've kind of had experiences especially through the spiritual attack that i went through where i felt the presence of some kind of spiritual force if you want to use that word i don't want you to call it where they've been kind of loaning me energy and they've been helping me and guiding me and um and like kind of um when i when i needed when, when i was really depleted and i felt the presence of of spirits spirit guides if you want to use that word kind of loaning me energy um i've had interactions with um spirits that have operated through other people so i've been in a situation where uh spirits have kind of like have, have come through other people and they've like helped and guide us in certain situations and i've faced that personally on a few occasions i'm still there's a lot of this stuff that i'm still trying to navigate and work through and understand what it truly is and um, but the majority of time what i have seen is like is i felt the presence and sort of seen the presence of of like kind of uh, spirits who have like a lot of emotional wounds like who are earthbound overcloaking people you know and i've seen it through like i've seen it also like uh, entities like attaching onto people through eye gazing um, i've seen um and felt the presence of people cloaking overcloaking people through especially alcohol alcohol is a big one uh, i think alcohol culture is a big one where experts can overcloak on people and i felt the presence of that uh, many different many different cases you know i've also felt um the the kind of the the, the subtle uh, remnants of like spirits trying to kind of influence me through my thought stream through my emotional wounds like if i'm doing something i felt them kind of like trying to nudge us into some direction and and uh, react in a certain way or like magnify a certain situation where whatever that may be through um but but yeah it's, it's big shit for sure you know there's a there's a lot for sure um can't see any more questions if anyone wants to ask any more questions if not i'm going to jump off but um i can't see any more comments or questions i think i've messaged them all i'm going to have a quick flick through but i've answered i think i've answered i've jumped into every single one and answered every single comment uh 
if anyone's asking another question, I'll stay on for a bit longer. But there's just no, there's no more interaction. So, and I've got not, I haven't really got anything else to talk about to be honest. <laughs> My mind at the moment's just on going off grid. <laughs> My mind is uh, working on kind of like finding different, uh, finding out and, and working on kind of like. Uh, and developing my skills in certain ways so I can kind of be more self-reliant you know at the minute that's what I'm really focusing on at the minute and also doing a lot of emotional work at the same time uh, I find myself like the other day I was like uh, like it was really funny the other day I had this experience where um, I was doing some yoga and and well, I was like working on like an emotional wound that I could feel coming up and I said to Laura I said Laura I went I'm just going to go in um, I went I'm just going to go in the corner over here in a second and release some anger and I just went in the corner and like was it was like a like an abandoned house like in portugal there's a lot of abandoned houses and we're doing like yoga in this abandoned this abandoned house and i went in the corner of the room and i just screamed as loud as i could i was like ah <laughs> and it, it really echoed like kind of because the building the way the building was kind of like all being hollowed out and it proper echoed and i think about six villages down the guys um the the all the community six villages down were thinking that someone had been uh had been murdered or something. I've been uh, <laughs> been hung up, hung up in one of the uh, old abandoned houses. Um, so I thought that was quite funny. Also thought it was funny the other day as well that um, when Laura was doing, because Laura's been doing some like tarot reading and stuff. Um, like a few people listening to the podcast have been wanting to get tarot readings from Laura, and she she was trying to do a tarot reading. And when Laura does the tarot readings, she like kind of um she like really goes into like the energy and it takes like two two or three hours to do a reading because she like really kind of like cultivates the 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 environment in a way where she can really tap in and um it was really funny because we were in a park up with um some other listeners who listen to the podcast and uh, these like seven guys turned up on motorbikes and laura was kind of like getting all settled in she was getting the incense going getting the nice music going and these kind of these portuguese uh, men turned up on bikes having uh, and they had like a massive um, music speaker and um as laura's trying to tap in they just start blasting like proper uh, 60s or 70s hits like no 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 there's no limit no 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 <laughs> and i thought that was really funny i thought that was hilarious at the time as laura's trying to tap in and these guys are like proper dancing uh, dancing around in the in the motorbike levers uh and uh jumping around dancing no 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 there's no limit <laughs> yeah someone said 90s lol yeah 90s <laughs> um i can't pronounce your name exavius i think exavius world said spirit contacted me and its name was uh, mustafa uh, i looked it up and it's an extension of allah i believe islamic belief is the archangel gabriel uh, came to jesus and told him that all of us are god um, yeah, well, uh, it's interesting because my understanding of that now is like, um, you know, like I do believe that we are all kind of like, um, we are all kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We all are like kind of our individual consciousnesses, and to some degree, we do have that godlike intelligence within us all. Um, but there is like a, a, a god, you know, that you can tap into, and um, it has feminine and masculine traits that we all kind of stream from. From, but there is kind of like a, um, an overarching god, if you want to call it that. And that we can tap into at any time you know some people call it co- the cosmic energy but um it's basically you know the the, the godlike presence that's all around us um 
and also what's interesting as well which i've learned as well is that a lot of the times um a lot of these spirits um a lot of these archangels are some a lot of these archangels i'm not saying this is for your case i just wanted to kind of add me thoughts to this because you've asked us that question but a lot of the times when these archangels come through and they come through these empathic um come through a lot of empaths because you can tune in and you know you can channel the teachings of these archangels you know if they want to but a lot of the times uh, it's a lot of like kind of um earthbound spirits pretending to be um archangels you know but a lot of the time if you are like if you are like if you meet meet like an archangel you know um you know feel them out you know don't as ramdas says just because they don't have a physical body um doesn't mean they've got good intentions so you know always be open-minded to feel out all interactions with all different spirit forms you know because not all spirits have good intentions you know and some are operating through um some of them may even have lower soul conditions than you but just because they're not in a physical form you know they have they can operate in different ways that are a bit unusual to you so sometimes like i said some spirits overcloak people and like say that they say that they the archangel michael but if sometimes if you what i've found and i've learned this and this is what uh, the teachings of divine truth says and you know if you challenge them um like challenge them in a way with something that you disagree with them on see how they react you know if they react aggressively you know then you know they're not the archangel michael you know because higher spiritual forms are not going to react aggressively you know like if you challenge them they're not going to act aggressively back to you you know they're going to stay calm and stay loving because they're operating from a higher place of love um and that's a lot a way to kind of find out like who is operating from a higher condition is you can challenge them and see how they operate you know um you can do that with people on the planet you know you can find out if people operate from anger you can find out their soul condition you know um but it's a it's a good way to test you know like a person's kind of like soul condition you know it's not about just if they've got a non-physical body it's about how they're operating from here you know from the soul from the heart um uh shell said have you ever felt suicidal because of life in the system uh no i've never i've never really like i've never really had um felt suicidal to any degree of course like um you know if, if we if you were to put us on a lie detector and kind of like said that have i ever has it ever kind of like has that thought stream ever crossed my mind have i ever felt into that um of course i would say yes i have you know i think we've all kind of probably all had um felt into that thought stream you know like what would it be like to, to commit suicide or something but um i've never really kind of um i've never really uh, felt into that before like i've never really full, truly experienced that to its full extent um, of course i've like had really bad days and stuff where like i've been wrapped up in a ball and like um like not wanting to be on the in this in this realm anymore you know but not once have i kind of like uh thought that i want to kind of like end end that to some degree you know and i believe that like um you know if you are if anyone is out there in that position you know um you know feeling that emotion around that you know like feeling the emotion why you want to commit suicide you know like really just sit with yourself and feeling right you know because um sometimes the fact of just like actually feeling that emotion will kind of soften it you know and you'll not it'll not be as um painful painful you know sometimes we kind of like we, people want to kind of like be suicidal but they don't really feel into why they want to do it or what's the cause of that so um just sitting into that is a is, could be a good way to 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 like kind of soften that and, and loosen it you know if you are feeling that way um 
Cheryl said, I can no longer f- feel like I live on this planet. Yeah, so I would say Cheryl is just kind of like um, f- feeling that emotion, you know. Like we all have days like that where we're um, feeling really down and bad, you know. Like there was there was an experience that I had where I was doing a lot of deep work and um, I was tapping into so much stuff and I was getting to feel and, and see things that, that was really traumatic and it was really too much for me in the systems. And there was times where like... I, I could feel like the point of um and I've had this a couple of times of like um when I've like really kind of like been diving deep into a lot of the metaphysical work where I felt like it stretches out too far and, and I, I couldn't kind of put myself together to some degree and I couldn't function in reality anymore it was like too much um but uh, but you know there is like there's a lot of times where like eventually where you know that that feeling will subside you know and like and when it does subside, a lot of the times is when we feel the emotion around that. You know, why is that feeling coming up? Like, why was I feeling like I couldn't put myself together anymore? Like, and I felt in the emotion around what was causing that. So sometimes by just, you know, taking yourself away from all, you, taking it, most importantly, take yourself away from the environment that you're currently in and take yourself off by yourself and just feel it in that emotion. You know, spend some time by yourself and feel out why that's coming up, what's causing it. Is a, it's a, sometimes a good way to kind of to tap into it, you know. But there's also a yeah, there's a good community of people on here as well, you know. If you ever need to reach out to people, and if you ever need to reach out to me, don't hesitate, reach out, Riz, and I can, uh, we can, we can, I can speak to you, you know. You're not alone, you know. Um. Um. Xavier said he said uh, he was the master. I said how could I know? And he said have I ever wronged you then left the Holy Spirit yeah it's definitely not the master definitely not the Holy Spirit if he says he's the master uh, no no, no higher spiritual beings say that they're the master um, Andy, Andy said uh, Andy sorry said what experience have you had that you feel like has helped you go further in your spiritual journey that's a good question yeah um, I've had a lot of big experiences that have obviously done that. You know, obviously the spiritual attack that I just went through um, recently obviously uh, evolved my level of discernment and evolved me so much. And obviously it's still evolving me as I kind of work through uh, the backlog of emotions that came up and still kind of processing a lot of stuff. Um, constantly um, keeps helping me evolve further from my spiritual journey. Um, but obviously every single day now it's just every every day for me I feel like everything like the law of attraction that turns up every single day is it's just constantly like speeding up more and more and more and helping us evolve spiritually and um, I'd say the Kundalini experience that I had was a, a big one because it was kind of the it really one of the first times that I kind of started working with energy and if you want to use that word and f- I don't know it's not the right word but started like kind of feel being able to feel the energy to some degree Um because the prior times of kind of like tapping into that source or energy whatever you want to call it was it was more sort of felt like to do with um like psychedelics were kind of invoking that feeling you know like that feeling of bliss and stuff um but then eventually like kind of having my own like experiences like um without psychedelics and um and obviously the kundalini awakening when i was feeling the serpent going through my body and i was being able to kind of tap in and feel things like feel emotions from people like positive and negative i was able to like really feel the repercussions of my thoughts and how my thoughts were affecting people and that's kind of like evolved and expanded over the last few months and um, a big one that i've been learning is like how 
and the sense of kind of like how we're all kind of walking around in life emotionally and we can kind of dump things on people like we can emotionally dump things and obviously some people can feel that a lot more like one of the things that i've started stepping into more is how i can really feel it on an emotional level so for example if someone's like is releasing something i can feel a lot of the times when that's kind of i can feel that penetrating my body um but I've, there's been a lot of kind of experiences that's shaped that over the last few uh, years for sure. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to leave it there, guys. It was really cool, uh, really cool one to sort of get back into these lives. Uh, and I really thank you so much for everyone who turned up. It's always cool. And as I can always tell, like just really intelligent questions. And it like it always uh, kind of makes it interesting because it kind of prods me in certain directions. Like I don't know where it's going to go. And, and it always kind of triggers different aspects and different things in us to kind of to look at you know and, and to feel out so it's always really cool so anyway so i love you all and um like i said in the intro as well i've started um doing some personal coaching if that interests any of you out there now i've started opening up that up again um i've started uh, working with a few more people now and um, because i i needed to when i went for the spiritual attack i couldn't work with anyone because i needed to like do my own healing and it wasn't fair on anyone else but if anyone's interested in that um, there's a there'll be a uh, there's a link um if you go to the website anyway if you go to the send podcast pod sn podcast website there's also links in all the videos um underneath the description and you'll find it there anyway or you can contact us you'll find a way if you want to do it anyway but anyway i love you all uh, have a great one and um i'll catch you in the next one whenever that is big love <laughs>
happiness I win the world Girl, I wanna need something I went in my pocket, took my wallet on I put my pictures of my family and girl This is the place that you choose to be with me Well, you thought you could be in another world No, no, no. 